You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules information and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing a behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing a behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. Yeah. Most iconic music you ever want to hear on TV, probably over the last 30 years plus. Uh, welcome aboard here to the mothership of the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network uh, from the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon. And from Queens, New York, in the Radio TFI Executive Tower, it is Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. What is good morning, kids and kittens? Greetings all. Uh, Trusting you've all had a wonderful week. Uh, Obviously, we we lost our man Alex Trebek there last week. Uh, And uh, we'll talk about that a little bit, I suppose. Uh, John, how are you today, sir? About as good as can be expected under all the uh, circumstances. Uh, Granny Annie's still in the hospital. Uh, we're down to a uh, split-level house with three bachelors, basically, uh, here. So, uh, more space than I need for as many, uh, many people as there are, a little, a few people as there are here. Well, don't worry. The house uh, will no. fill right back up before you know it. Well, let's hope. Let's hope. Everybody's feeling okay. If, if you didn't know, uh, besides Granny Annie being in the hospital, uh, Two other uh, household members came down with the uh, uh, with the COVID. Uh, that would be uh, my stepdaughter Angie and my uh, uh, little baby Oliver. The the brains of the outfit here. Absolutely, actually has. Hey, guess who's guess who is looking or is on our our feed? And I'm I'm almost speechless here. We have. The wonderful Shaletta Brundage. Hey, hey. Listening to this very show, I my heart's fluttering. Oh, I got, 
I got things moving about that we can't dare talk about right now. My goodness, it's a it's an honestly goodness celebrity. But John, good morning, Shalom. Thank John, you for thank you for uh, tuning in, John. You know, cool radio people do. We kind of ignore them. We don't. We can't let it be shown that we're flustered and starstruck. Oh, and, uh, I'm I'm far from being a cool radio person. Uh, so, uh, okay, well, let's be starstruck then. Oh, you bet your ass when it comes to her. <laughs> By the way, speaking of friends of the show, uh, we're going to be telling you a little story uh, not too in the not too distant future here in the next few minutes about something that happened with our friends up at Beck Taxi uh, that uh, Queen of All Hacks, Christine Hubbard, shared. And that's uh, a very, very, very important story. And uh, we're quite proud of them up there right now. So we'll, yes. get, we'll, we'll get to that shortly. What are we going to get to first there, sir? I'm assuming you've had all kinds of time to load up everything and you got the the wonderful uh you've got the wonderful apparatus all ready to go with all kinds of information and and all kinds of goodies. What is you got to be kidding me? <laughs> oh my god. Well, we I got switched, we switched this show to Sundays just to give Ed more preparation time because, you know, he was, <laughs> you know, work was interfering and whatnot. And it really wasn't, it was hard for him getting off work at uh, two o'clock in the morning trying to put the show together. So mm -hmm. I said, okay, well, I'll, uh, we'll, we'll do Sundays. I got a script. I got a script. Got script. I got stuff loaded onto the uh, machine. I got mustard on my cap. Right the well, right. I I keep missing it. I see. I, there I see it is. the mustards. The mustards on my cap. So that's how hard we've been working. We've been falling asleep into our food. Um. So yes, we're going to start right off with the uh, with with the uh, stock market report, and uh, here we go. From the Radio TFI Market Watch Center, it's your weekly stock market update. Uber closed on Friday at $47.61, up $2.74 from last week, while Lyft closed at $37.54, up $7.70 from last week. That's a jump. They had jumped $7.01 last week, and that's your Radio TFI stock market report. My goodness, they're still uh, climbing uphill there based on that Prop 22 vote and which we still don't we we've got to get alec alec or dave to call us to to get the uh to down low on the on that well other than the fact that uh right now well it really doesn't affect i mean it it does affect the taxi industry in a sense that obviously with that in their back pocket that uh uber and lyft aren't going anywhere you know, they're not right. going to be leaving California, at least until the next crisis comes. Right, right. But okay. um, they're not, uh, so that's a, the only real effect on the taxi industry. Everything, otherwise, everything is pretty much uh, the way it, the way it has been. Right. Uber and Lyft get, uh, to, get to continue to treat people like, like garbage. By the way, Dara the K posted a, uh, tweeted a photo of he was losing a game of Monopoly. I don't even know why this man puts out posts anymore, puts out tweets. People are just going to rampage him. Uh, I tweeted back to him, gee, the stuff you have there has more value than most Uber drivers own right now. And I was talking about the, the plastic houses and the paper money and the phony baloney money. 
Yeah. So. Absolutely. No, I, uh, he, it, it, it's hard to say right now because it, it looks like as sad as it sounds, you know, uh, Uber and Lyft are, are here to stay. And as taxi drivers, you know, we are going to have to find another niche in this market. There's still a niche to be had, but uh, you you have to try to do your best to compete against that. What? And there are ways you can compete, but, you know, it's hard. This industry is very what, stubborn, for one thing. What, what, what needs to happen, well, what you have to ha- hope doesn't happen, but I guess it's already happened somewhat, is that government agencies and and medical transport get blinded by the whole Uber slash Lyft snow job, and they're they're starting to hand out th- this kind of work to uninsured people that are not checked, et cetera, et cetera. You know what you had to go through to be eligible to take the medical rides that you take. I had to go through it, uh, drug test the whole thing, and yet people are just okay with, oh yeah, there's a dude with a car. We'll, we'll send these patients along with them. And uh, and that's unfortunately what's going to chip away, chip away, chip away at what's left for the taxi business. I'm afraid. I, I want to be wrong. I've never wanted to be more wrong in my life, but boy, oh boy, this is just not going our way the past eight or ten years. Just, uh... Well, no we, and we are forced, we are forced to kind of be, uh, you know, live a little more dangerously here, you know, in the era of COVID. Um, I, well, you know, I don't have to tell you the, the COVID, the COVID numbers have, have spiked uh, incredibly to the point where they were uh, when, before we went to a complete lockdown. And, you know, now I'm having, you know, I'm getting right. I'm getting more of these rides now. Granted, they, I'm getting paid uh, fairly well for the idea that every time I take one of these passengers that's either identified or suspected of having the, uh, the virus, you know, I get paid uh, quite handsomely to make sure that my car after dropping off the passenger, make sure my car is, is completely clean and uh, and uh, and sanitized and you know you you can't uh, there it has to be safe for the next passenger basically but who says you know the only protections i have is the fact that i'm wearing a mask i'm uh, i have that uh, big plastic shield there that shuts off the uh, shuts off the compartment between the front and the back so um those are the only protections I have, but you know, you get somebody, I have to be careful in how I'm, uh, how I'm even cleaning the back end there. The first thing I'm doing is I crack the window just a little, well, the window's already cracked because even though we're dealing with Minnesota winters here, we're getting fresh air, as much air as we can get in that car without freezing somebody out. John, let me ask you something. Do you have on your, on your caravan, you should have the power fly windows in the back, correct? I do. I do. That I've been using those. That actually what works very well, and this is what I used to do when I <clears throat> smoked. Uh, I would open my window. You can just crack a front window. 
And what it does, it'll bring and open those back fly windows. And what it'll do is it'll bring everything back to there. Circulate your back. Yeah, that makes it total sucks, sense. Sucks it right out. And uh, uh-huh. I still have one of the sweetest smelling vans you'd ever, you know. And with that free candy sign on the side, man, oh, man, was I popular. <laughs> yeah, Cards I, and letters. I don't have any free candy because by the end of the by end of my day, there'd be none of it left. And yeah, I would have been handed to the passengers. Tic Tacs, so. my friend, Tic Tacs. That's what will. Uh, Are they sugar free? They can be. Oh, because I got to be careful, man. I'm telling you, I have had a pronounced sweet tooth here of late. I've gotten a lot of my other stuff. You know that I got my. My uh, little pacemaker here that sparks every once in a while when I walk into a convenience store and somebody's running their microwave. <laughs> but uh, now that I got that bad boy going for me, you know, things, my blood pressure is good. My heart rate is good. Uh, I can actually walk around. I can actually walk around the block now. So I, I, it is It is truly amazing how much more you can do when there's actually blood pumping to your heart. Yeah, I, you know, I found that out, you know. <laughs> so, but now again, now I've developed a just a monster sweet tooth, and I've never, never been much for sweets. Never been much for candy or cupcakes or you know cake and ice cream and stuff. I like ice cream every now and then, but good lord, man, I am just you're a just. I'm serious. Try Tic Tacs. They do have a sugar-free version. I'm pretty confident. Uh, but they're small. They're compact. And uh, I, I started with Actually. I started with them when I was trying to control my smoking, and now it's just a, a pleasant habit that really doesn't affect much of anything for me. I just... I have... I went back to chewing Icebreaker's gum. You, I don't want to talk about gum chewing. It disgusts me. Oh yeah, Jesus! You're such a. I am. Oh, I am. Oh, you're such a Karen. No, that's my sister. <laughs> people Karen often, is less of a Karen than you are. People often uh, often mistake my me and my brother Michael, but never me and Karen. No, no, no. That's. Uh... Hey, what do you say we talk about uh, our good friends in the in the Great White North there? I've I've got yes I've got two text a uh, text tweets from the lovely the talented the always inspiring Christine Hubbard queen of all hacks uh, first one it's just t- referring to the uh, the workflow etc up there in Canada up in Toronto and she she wrote this there isn't enough work for existing taxi and Uber Lyft drivers and the city of Toronto is breaking its own bylaw. That requires training before licensing. Calling on the city to stop licensing vehicle for hire and PTC drivers now. And, and it's not the only city that's done that. They set up all these rules and then Uber and Lyft and people are just, I don't, I don't get it anymore, anymore. So anyway. Well, you set your rules and then when the rules aren't convenient for yourself, then you... Change the rules. You change the rules. Yeah, when you have, when you're in control of the rules. Now, now there's a story here I'm about to read. And Christine put it out in a thread, a series of tweets. And, and it's a really touching story. It's a very inspiring story. And uh, 
we will be applauding the two gentlemen in the story once we're done reading it. So, so let me bear with me. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass this along. So, and and my apologies to the two gentlemen involved if I if I mispronounce your names. I'm gonna do the best I can, but uh, okay. Arshad received a trip request last night. En route, the young passenger let him know that she was going to end her own life after the ride. He told her that he would like to call someone for her or to call for help. She said that she didn't want him to do that. He asked her if he could buy her a cup of coffee, that, that they might be able to talk about it, and she agreed. While waiting in the drive-thru, he called another Beck taxi driver who, who he would be able to speak in Punjabi with about what was happening. He asked Faisal to call 911. Faisal did that. Faisal spoke to the 911 agent and made it clear that someone needed to call Arshad, but the agent or officer calling would have to speak Punjabi or Urdu. Faisal then called Azar at the Beck offices. Azar also called to communicate exactly where the vehicle was. Ashad purposely ordered the wrong coffee in the drive-thru so that they'd have to go through again. This is what I can't get over. He did this. The police called and the English-speaking caller handed the phone to a translator. They were still in the parking lot when help arrived. Most important, she wasn't alone. Ashad is a hero. They're all heroes. Toronto police listened and responded perfectly. This is a good story and I am in awe. And, and I can tell you what, all of us here... We we applaud these guys. That's uh, yes. They 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 took the bull by the horns, and uh, and they they were able to work as a team. They they worked, you know. They were able to work as a team, and they got a young lady through what is most certainly, or one of if the most, if not the most difficult times of her life. And that's yeah, that's fabulous. Um, And this is real. This pandemic has got people on the edge. Uh, you cannot, uh, you you can't spend time with fam, friends or family members. Uh, well, you John, don't know about your own. You don't know about your own future. You don't know yeah. what's you know. Uh, did I get to get out? Did I get too close to that person? That person wasn't wearing a mask. That person coughed in my direction. You don't know. We're control freaks. Humans are kind of control freaks, and they don't like it when their 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 world is out of uh, out of sorts like this. But then again, we also don't know what exactly was troubling her that night, and we also don't no. know that this is not something that has been going on very rarely. Are these situations kicked off by, or simply because of a recent event? It is normally a no. long, long years, sometimes decades in the making. It mm-hmm. is it is like chipping away at a glacier. Every little piece of ice, you can't, eh, it doesn't mean much. But eventually, you're going to get enough out of that that it, the whole thing's going to collapse. And the and the suffocating weight of that fault coming down on you then becomes too much to bear. So I, I, I wouldn't even begin to try to speculate what was going on, but she she reached out. She was, I, I look, my amateur psychiatry, she reached out to the cab driver. We've all been in that boat. Uh, uh, people have, you know, 
she could have just jumped off a bridge if she wanted to by herself. She went to the trouble of calling a taxi or flagging down a taxi and told the driver how she was feeling. She was begging for help and that's okay. And she did, you know, however, however she got it, she got it. She got Mm -hmm. it. And, uh, it's good for those guys. It, It, that's, those are the kind of people you want around, around you and your city and, um, I, I'm just awfully, I, I, I am duly impressed. I am proud. Uh, I hope the young, the young lady will get the help she needs. Uh, you know, she had somebody to talk to and, uh, you know, oh, it's, that's fabulous. That's fabulous news. And we, we hope that this continues, you know, that she's, she's got the help. We hope that uh, she continues now, continues along the path, because just because you stopped at once, unfortunately, you know, anything can happen. Uh, it's an it's an on follows it, up. It's an ongoing thing, and you have to you you have to get to the root cause of it, and and it's not there's no cure. There's no cure. It's just coming to grips with it, coming to terms with whatever it is that's that's eaten away at you, uh, and, and perhaps learning how to compartmentalize and just uh, when you find yourself going down these rabbit holes in your mind, you just have to you just have to drag yourself out of it. But oh, that's yeah, that's boy, I tell you, that's. Congrats to you guys. Yes, many times, though, dragging yourself out of the rabbit hole, like he said. Easier said than done. No question about it. No question about it. So now that that we're uh, 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 talking about dragging people in and out of holes, let's say we move on to politics. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I thought we were going to have a politics-free show today. Oh, no. Are you kidding? Emergency battle. Oh no 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 no! Look, I'm I'm very thrilled, and again, I I can't say it enough. But we could sit here for two hours just congratulating those guys, and and again, well deserved, well deserved. But let's let's. Uh... <sighs> now, it, well, now that you uh, now that you insisted mm-hmm. about going into politics, okay. Now I I just saw a story here that came across uh, came across the Twitter here. Mm-hmm. That uh, Trump has supposedly acknowledged yes. that Biden won. I I just saw that. He started out the tweet. Do you have the tweet in front of you? Well, I have the story from USA Today, and I don't know if there's a tweet in uh, here or... There is a tweet, and bear with me one moment, uh, because I didn't have my tweeter open. And you know how painful that can be. Oh, Yes. Let me give you what I got here. Uh, what I I got, got it here so far again. You got it. Okay. All right. Here, here's the quote. Here's the tweet from El Presidente. He won because the election was rigged. There's the first line, kids and kittens. That's the first two words. He won. Period. End of story. No vote watcher. It doesn't matter what the rest of it says. You know, it's all his usual nonsense. the The point is, he has come to terms 
Well, whether he's come to terms with it or not, I don't know. But uh, So, look, everybody can stop rioting now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, by the way, you know who his official new personal attorney is? Lead attorney. Uh, do tell. Rudy. All his other law firms have bailed out on him. Oh, I thought I thought Rudy was just on him. It was all, already just his go-to guy. Well, now he, he had. Now he's the top guy because law firms that have been working with him for years, they're getting laughed out of court here. I believe the number is they filed 20 lawsuits and they got laughed out on 19 of them. Uh, oh, I, I, I'll have it for hour two. But my favorite is the one attorney telling the judge, oh, yeah, we have a non-zero number of observers. Non-zero? What is that? Like, all, is, that? is that like alternative facts? Is that how many people were killed at the Bowling Green Massacre? A non-zero amount? Ooh, I hadn't even thought of that. You remember when Kellyanne told, you know, went on about the Bowling Green Massacre. It never happened, but... So it was a non-zero number of people who were... Uh... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Rudy, <laughs> Ru- Rudy's top dog now. So uh, good luck with that and, uh, you know, holding your press conferences across the street from the crematorium in the sex shop. <laughs> Four seasons. I wonder how Mike will... I wonder how our friend uh, Mike will uh, react to that. Or if he, uh, Have you seen any tweets from him yet this morning? He, does, he doesn't... Oh, oh, Mike. Oh, that Mike. Mike Higgins. Oh, uh-huh. Mike. Mike's not taking this well. Mike, snap out of it, pal. It's over. It's over. It's uh, you know, he'll 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 get well, to it. It's been over for over a week now, but yeah, uh, I know. I know. Mm. And and I get now, of course, I, I'm going to hear a collective bullshit uh, coming from uh, coming from the people there, our friends on the right. But had this went differently. Especially with the number of people that voted, I think that it was absolutely crazy the number of voted. And congratulations, America! Mm. That, you know, people turned out in record numbers. Yes, Trump had uh, an amazing how, how many votes? How many votes did he get? Do you have that in front of you? He got about seventy-one, seventy-two million. Biden. Biden beat him by about five million. So do your math from there. Right. Oh no, it was a record turnout. It was the most, the most, uh, the the highest number of votes a president was ever elected. Also, the highest number of votes that a candidate lost by. That you know, he he got Trump got a ton of votes because let's face it, kids and kittens, it was not the blowout we were expecting or hoping for, for that matter. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I got a couple of quick tweets here. Uh, this this first one was from Brian Brian Karam. He he's a writer for Playboy. He's in the briefings all the time. He goes back and forth with the Trump stuff. Uh, and it, this was his tweet last week. Overheard at the White House. We haven't seen lame duck a la orange all week. Maybe he's still marinating. Duck a la Orange. I mispronounced that. Let me try it again. We haven't seen lame duck a la Orange all week. Maybe he's still marinating. By the way, he forgot to dye his hair when he came out for the press conference the other day. It was white. Also, last tweet. Final tweet of the day. Uh, this is from Grandpa Snarky. I don't know who Grandpa Snarky is, but 
I like the name. At Grandpa Snarky. Rudy Giuliani claims, quote, we have about 60 or 70 witnesses to voter fraud, but many are afraid to come forward. Did Rudy find witnesses in Hillary's email or Hunter Biden's hard drive? <laughs> you know, it, it boils down okay. to... It boils down to this, kids and kittens. If you believe that something was afoot, it's not what you know, it's what you can prove. So far, there has been no proof of anything that can substantiate, that will turn over the results of this election. Uh, I think they found a little something, a, a couple of hundred votes, some irregularities as far as the processing, but it, it, it can. If you add everything together that they've they've filed suit on, that number of votes still would not overturn the results of the election. You're talking a couple of hundred ballots. Yeah, when you when you're thinking of thousands of ballots counted in these uh, battleground states, these ones that were being contested, Pennsylvania, Michigan, uh, Arizona, and the like. Uh, yeah, you, you, you get a handful, and you're always going to, every election, every single election has these little irregular irregularities, as we as you say. Right, you get these little quirks, these little, the machine messes up on a ballot or two here or there. Nobody's saying that, that the systems are perfect. Uh, and, of course, in more local races, yes, a, to 100 votes would mean a whole lot. There's no question about that. No one's denying that. Um, but yeah, I'm surprised they're not looking behind the machines and under sofa cushions and all that. But but they're claiming this this nonsense about why uh, rampant voter fraud. The fraud is almost non-existent. What they're referring to, have there been some votes miscounted and all that? I I would imagine yes, just statistically, out of a uh, close to 150 million ballots, sure, there's going to be a couple of. You know, and that goes both ways too. It's not just things are messing up for the Trump side. Things ballots got screwed up on the Biden side as well. Just just statistically, it has to happen that way. Let me finish the point I was making oh, there by before, all uh, I, I came in with the tweets. Oh, that's okay. No big deal. I'm actually lucky I can remember what I was gonna say, I think. Um uh, no, had this election went the other way had trump wound up winning the election i'd have been pissed i would have been you know i'd have been over here at my place kicking the cats your but, cats your cats need to be kicked yeah well there's there's always that too Just and saying. no no cats have been kicked no cats have been kicked during the the uh process of this show just want to be uh clear on that yet yet yeah uh but I would have dealt with it. I would have dealt, you know, the thing was, is that I knew, I, I really did have, it wasn't just hopes. My feeling is about this election was that we're still, we're still a divided country, but enough people, there were a lot, there were a lot of R's there that jumped, uh, jumped over and, and voted for Biden. They voted straight ticket Republican, except when it got to the big the, the big prize. And then now that's the now that's the big question. If if folks feel that all these votes for Biden are invalid, 
well, what about the folks that voted, like you just said, straight straight Republican ticket except for the top? So does that mean all the, the votes for Republican senators and whatnot are invalid? Or is it just that, just the, the one specifically for Biden? The oh, rest, the oh, rest oh, of the oh. ballot's okay. The rest of the ballot's okay. I mean, I just want to be clear that this is what I'm understanding. Oh, by the way, if you want to give the phone number, I turned the phone on about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Nothing surprises me with you, my friend. Nothing. <laughs> Nada. <laughs> Seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. Shaletta could have been calling into the show. That is right. That is. Shaletta could have been calling in. She and... didn't. She didn't. I promise you, she did not. Okay. Well. Well, she didn't leave a message. She might have called in and didn't leave no, a message. No, she did not. We know. Are you who... able to track missed calls? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay, man. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. All right. So, are we ready to get to some audio clips that uh, may titillate and excite you and put a smile on your face or make you kick your cat? Okay, rock and roll. All right. So, we're going to start out here with Mendy Hassan, who is on Peacock, the streaming service from NBC. And this was done, oh, I guess the election day. Uh, he does a two-minute drill. And it's a list of stuff that, and a lot of this stuff we've forgotten about over the past four years, about why you may have not wanted to vote for, for Trump. Take a listen. Start the clock. This is a president who brought in a Muslim ban, closed the door to Syrian refugees, caged migrant kids at the border, praised neo-Nazis in Charlottesville as very fine people, referred to one black woman as a dog and another as low IQ, referred to African countries as s-hole countries, suggested everyone in Haiti has AIDS, defended an aide accused of domestic assault, defended a Supreme Court nominee accused of sexual assault, was accused of rape himself, went through four White House chiefs of staff, four White House press secretaries, and four White House national security advisors in just four years, fired his FBI chief, tried to fire the special counsel, got impeached moved the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem in defiance of international law, went sword dancing with the Saudi royals and then helped them cover up the murder of a journalist, said he fell in love with Kim Jong-un and praised North Korea, never said a word about Vladimir Putin, incited violence against the fake news media and called the press enemies of the people, told four non-white members of Congress to go back to where they came from, accused American Jews of being ignorant and disloyal, told the Proud Boys to stand back and stand by, praised QAnon, proudly called himself a nationalist, smeared immigrants as invaders, encouraged voter suppression, tore up the Iran deal, tore up the Paris Climate Accord, tore up a nuclear arms control treaty, tried to tear up Obamacare, loosened the regulations on drone strikes, loosened the restrictions on ICE, got laughed at by world leaders at the UN, pardoned war criminals, compared himself to Lincoln, compared himself to Jesus, called himself the King of Israel, said he was the chosen one, mocked the existence of climate change, shut down the government for no good reason, declared a national emergency for no good reason, repeatedly violated the emoluments clause, hid a secret bank account in China, paid only $750 in federal income tax, but he refused to release his tax returns, gave trillions of dollars in tax cuts to the rich, gave us the worst unemployment number since the Great Depression, turned a blind eye to 3,000 dead in Puerto Rico, presided over nearly a quarter of a million dead Americans from the coronavirus, tested positive for the coronavirus himself, but carried on mocking the wearing of masks, asked if we could be injected with disinfectants, suggested Obama murdered SEAL Team 6, claimed the governor of Virginia, executed a baby, regaled the Boy Scouts with tales of orgies, asked his Department of Justice to lock up his opponents, played golf more than 250 times, and according to the fact checkers, told more than 22,000 lies since coming to office. Now look, I could go on and on, 
but I'm out of time. Those are just the highlights, kids and kittens. That's two minutes of outright scandals in the Trump White House. What are are we going to do once Trump sails off into the sunset and then, of course, is picked up with the guys in the the, uh, uh, FBI jackets and taken on to... uh, Southern District uh, of New York. Yeah. What are we going to do? What are we going to have to talk about? Oh, they're going to give us plenty of fodder for the next couple of years, just with the trials. And uh, I, I mean, I, I, I honestly don't see Trump himself being taken out in handcuffs in a perp walk, much as I would love to see it. Uh, but certainly the kids will be. Your, your Stephen Millers, your, you know, Steve Mnuchin's, your Steve Bannon's, and pretty much if your name is Steve, you're screwed. Uh, well. <laughs> Bannon's already been arrested. He's, you know, his his stuff has already started. Uh, and, and, you know, they'll all be defiant, blah, 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 blah. So, uh, so here's the fine line, though, that you, we have to be careful with. This is what's going to happen is those individuals and including Trump, there's uh, there's a rumor that that Trump might actually start his own uh, cable network. Mm. Uh, Who cares? Well, but here's the thing. I don't care. I'll never watch the goddamn. Well, I might watch it once out of curiosity. But you want to talk about he's going to have followers. Sure. And he's going to have people that are just waiting for those those dog whistle words. And it's it's going to why you think you think the little rioting that was going on here with uh uh, and it was bad. Don't get me wrong. The rioting that was going, you know, here after George Floyd was killed and, and what have you, you are going to, oh, you're going to definitely see, because now once Trump's out of office, him and his minions don't have to be at all politically correct. You know, you, before, oh, wait, wait, wait a second. Where have you been the last four oh, or no. five years? Look, I know he wasn't, but let's face it. It's going to be ten times worse once he's out of office. Yeah, here let's. He he's in office right now, and uh, I'm a resident of the state of New York, right? You you would agree to that? Check yes. this. Uh, well, did you hear what he said yesterday or the day before, whatever the hell day it was? I've been trying not to listen to anything. He Take says a listen. Lately. Take a listen. Waiting for that final approval. As soon as April, the vaccine will be available to the entire general population with the exception of places like New York State, where, for political reasons, the governor uh, decided to say, and, you know, I don't think it's good politically. I think it's very bad from a health standpoint. But uh, he wants to take his time with the vaccine. He doesn't trust where the vaccine's coming from. These are coming from the greatest uh, companies anywhere in the world. I'm going to stop it right there. It goes on for about another minute. But basically... uh you know, he's saying, well, people in New York, tough, tough. I don't like your governor. Uh, gee, it's not political, but it's political on his end. You're a lying sack of oranges. So, in other words, what he's saying, even to his his supporters here in the state of New York, is tough, man. Hey, I don't care about you. I don't care about the health. We all know this. This is my God. It's been evident since, since the COVID outbreak. But 
well, he's got nothing to lose at this point. Not that he ever had. He he he, he didn't. He could care less about consequences. You know, he thinks he's uh, untouchable. And uh, so, yeah, the people of New York, I, and again, he's not entirely wrong. Now, when I hear the scientists say it's fine, well, I'll take my vaccine when when it's available to me. I don't. I won't be running to the front of the line, but uh, they, they, it's just that kind of talk that just enough people, and you know, said, "See ya." Well, we can talk all we can talk all day long about what uh, uh, what cost uh, Trump the election. I think it's for anybody that has one functioning uh, brain cell uh, can actually see what what cost uh, Trump this election. There are a lot of things. There are a lot of people, you know, where his you know his policies were marginal at best. They, they weren't nothing to really help the average you know working class or 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 people who are down on their luck have you seen have you seen the uptick there in new york of of uh, of people on the streets homeless uh people the tent cities uh, sprouting up everywhere have you seen that out there too or is there any room for any tent cities there <laughs> i haven't seen any of that uh i'm not gonna lie i haven't seen any of that but let's uh oh it's it's, it's, I, it's I, gotten I, worse it's it's gotten it's gotten unbelievably worse in the last four years people you know and a lot of it has to do with the virus i get i and mm-hmm. you know i'm not gonna sit here and try to say that that trump uh it's you know the virus is trump's fault now i think that we'd have had this a lot better under control had Trump listened to these uh, doctors and, and scientists we'd have been a lot better off and he would have gotten people he would have made mask wearing popular he realized how, how popular he is with people yep. he could have went out and put out his own you know finally some of them caught on and you know made got, money uh, off it, it could yeah have, he, exactly why didn't he put out the Trump 2020 mask yeah, that could have he could have made people a hell of a lot healthier, and made a buck or two, or sure. somebody. You know, I'm sure those Trump 2020 masks were probably made in Taiwan or some damn thing like wow. that. So uh, let's. Uh, I I want it because I we've got a a little a little bit of audio here. I want to get to. Uh, now we're talking about Trump. Let let me let me play was uh, as we're talking about Pfizer with the vaccine let let me play this very quickly Pfizer said it wasn't part of warp speed but that turned out to be a unfortunate misrepresentation they are part that's why we gave them the 1.95 million billion dollars and uh it was an unfortunate mistake that they made when they said that now what trump just said there is also an unfortunate misrepresentation because he's lying through his teeth Pfizer didn't take a penny. Pfizer's, Pfizer's going to get theirs on a dis- distribution end. Okay, they've made no bones about that. They want did not want to be held uh, politically. They didn't want to be tied to Trump or any anybody politically. So for you mm-hmm. know, 
again, he's going to be lying through his teeth straight to the through the end, which brings me to the next clip I want to play, which is, mm-hmm. now we just heard a couple of clips and we've been playing clips for years now. Tell oh, me. By the way, I want to know where, before you, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I want to know, how do you draw out 194 million billion? Oh, yeah. I, I want to know how many zeros that involves. It's a ton. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So now, after four years of listening to all this, and we've been playing these clips, and we're all physically, mentally, and, 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 and however else you can be exhausted. And then we get this. Sir, what do you say to the Americans that are anxious over the fact that President Trump has yet to concede and what that might mean for the country? Well, um, I just think it's an embarrassment, quite frankly. Uh, The only thing that, how can I say this uh, tactfully? I I think it will not help the president's legacy. I know from my discussions with foreign leaders thus far that they are hopeful that the United States democratic institutions are viewed once again as being strong and enduring. But I think at the end of the day, You know, it's all going to come to fruition on January 20th. And between now and then, my hope and expectation is that the American people do know and do understand that there has been a transition. Even among Republicans who are people who voted for the president, I understand the sense of loss. I get that. But I think uh, the majority of the people who voted for the president, a lot voted for him, significantly smaller number, but a lot voted for him. I think they understand that we have to come together. I think they're ready to unite, and I believe we can pull the country out of this uh, bitter politics that we've seen for the last uh, last five, six, seven years. So, I hope you're great, Joe. So there you go. Now, instead of somebody uh, whining, crying, calling names and whatnot, uh, we got a calm sedated answer that uh, was tactful uh, and I just don't feel like I've been verbally abused listening to him. Uh, you lower your blood pressure just listening to him. Uh, exactly. Nice, calming, relaxing. Just There's no question about it. Joe, Joe Biden is the Samanex of politicians. There's no question about it. He's going to have us mm-hmm. ha- half asleep by uh by the Radio TFI birthday celebration here in February. Don't miss it, kids and kittens, February 7th through 9th. And, uh, Ooh, boy. So you I got s- that memo before I did, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it, it's just the marked difference in that we'll be spoken to again by a president who at least measures his words and, and thinks about what he's saying and the impact that a president's words has on not only the country as a whole, but individual citizens. And, you know, you take yesterday. Somebody made the point he could have spoken to that crowd and put everything at ease and all that. And said, what does he do? He plows through the crowd in his motorcade on his way to play golf. Literally. He's sitting at the window, waving, waving, waving. Because he's a moron. Uh... Before we go, oh, I, I got a, speaking of Trump, and now his boy Geraldo came out this week. 
Even Her- oh, yes. Geraldo is now on the, uh, well, let's take a listen. Field is very uneven where it comes to, uh, when it concerns the president himself. Uh, he's very frustrated, he's flustered, he's disillusioned, uh, but he's also realistic. You, you mentioned, uh, you know, he, he used that characterization himself about his own chances. Uh, he said he'll do the right thing uh, when the time comes, but he wants every legitimate vote uh, counted. Look, the right thing as far as I'm concerned is, 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 a, is a header off the Empire State Building, but that's just me. Uh, there is, and they keep using these terms, legitimate votes, legal votes. They're all legal votes. It's just a vote. It doesn't have to, you know, if an irregularity is found, then that's an illegal vote. Uh, so anyway, good for, good for Geraldo. He finally, uh, came out of the, came out of the cave, came out of the vault we're going to knock off a couple of more clips here before we uh, finish up this hour, John. Now, I'm saving the best for almost last. Our favorite, everybody's Southern Belle, the Belle of the Ball, Miss Lindsay. Okay. Let's uh, let's listen to Miss Lindsay. By the way, she was on with your favorite last week or this, uh, I guess it was Monday. I guess it was this past Monday with, with your favorite uh, Buckethead. Mm-hmm. So let, let's see what, what, what Miss Lindsay had to say. First off, this is about the Democrats cheating. Media censors conservatives when we want to talk to each other, get our point of view out. The state of play in America in 2020 for Republicans is not good. We need to fight back. We win because of our ideas. We lose elections because they cheat us. That's right. That's the only reason you lose is because cheating. I still don't understand how him and McConnell got voted back in. I don't. For the life of me, uh, and let's let's finish off Miss Lindsay here with uh, talking about mail-in ballots. Networks uh, uh, do polling that's way off. We ought to call them into Congress and ask them how do you do it. And Mitch McConnell and I need to come up with an oversight of mail-in balloting. If we don't do something about voting by mail, we're going to lose the ability to elect a Republican in this country. Meaning, <laughs> that's voter suppression right there. That is voter suppression. They, they, well, we got to figure out a way to keep people from voting against Republicans. Well, yeah. And finally, I said, something. "Oh, you have another video clip." I got a thought. Hope, no, go, uh, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. We got time. Well, here, here's here's the thing with with that with the Republicans. The Republicans need to start. Getting with get, getting with the times a, a little bit more here, uh, you know the whole yeah we wound up electing the oldest president uh, ever to be uh, to hold the office here. But when he takes the off when he takes the oath of office, he will be the oldest. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> excuse me, look who he has though as a vice president. I suspect that there are going to be plenty of people in his cabinet and he's going to be surrounding himself with people uh, such as uh, uh, Buttigieg, uh, such as, uh, uh, I I will say that that Elizabeth Warren will have a cabinet position if she so desires, Amy Klobuchar, if she so desires. But there are going to be younger fresher ideas i'm andrew yang 
comes to mind is somebody he will probably uh, employ in his uh, cabinet. I, I honestly think that our polit our polit our politicians and our our ideas need to get younger. Like you've said, you know, us old white people, you know, we've had a good run, but we it's did. it's it's time to kind of kind of pass the baton, if you will, here. And um, the whole idea of of Donald Trump and the most uh, the most stale piece of white bread for a vice president. You could, uh, you know, this side of this side of the Mississippi. Uh, you're, they're going to have to come up with fresher ideas if they want to have. That's right. A seat at the political table. Now, what they need to do with us old white guys is bring us, bring us, walk us over to a to a hole in the ground, and have us look into the hole, and from there, then hit us in the back of the head with a shovel. Bury us in our ideas. Good gravy. Ready so for you realize so how do we fit in that here? You're 61, I'm 57. I'm gonna be 62. Well, I'm gonna be 58. What's your point? I, I, <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> I don't think we I don't think we quite qualify as what you'd say old. No, I do. I, I well, I feel old in, in a couple of ways. One thing by the way, I'm, know, my, I'm, I'm 741 months, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my, you know, yeah, I, I, I probably wouldn't feel as old as if I had a full head of hair and didn't insist on growing this uh, ever so graying beard I've got. Uh, I feel a lot better. I don't feel as old as I did there for a while. Oh, you did. Oh, you shined it up even. How Shine, about that? Shined it up yesterday for the show. Oh, for that's the beautiful. Then he wore a hat. What was the point of that? Uh, my head's cold, believe it or not. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but no, seriously. We, we, are the, the young people in this country have spoken. All you needed to do was go out to when when Biden was announced the winner of the election and he saw these these people and they were you know they were dancing in the streets for crazy they weren't they were they were they were happy they were happy they weren't social distancing but most of them were wearing masks look it, it it's they were happy yeah but, you're probably going to wind up with a couple of uh a couple of coronavirus cases out of no, that, unfortunately. No but, question. Uh, oh, I that that leads us right into our final clip of the day, which is my okay. fa- my favorite of the week. This is uh, this is from Friday. This is New York, New excuse me, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy taking questions during a briefing. You know what is your message to the people? who apparently are tired of wearing the mask over their nose as well as their mouth. They think it's uncomfortable and annoying, and it's just too much for them to handle, so they're just not doing it. Thank you. Thank you. You know what's really uncomfortable and annoying? When you die. (laughs) I love that answer. (laughs) Oh! Oh! 
the beauty of it is is to watch his facial reaction during all this now we've got the video up on the website radiotfi.com if you haven't seen it on twitter and governor murphy just very matter of fact and uh, you know what's uncomfortable when you die ah! <laughs> that was fantastic that was absolutely fantastic we have, or if you're fortunate enough to get through it and have that damn uh, respirator uh, jammed down your uh, gullet, and, uh, that I understand that isn't very comfortable either. Well, you know what I've been saying: if you don't like the mask, you're going to hate the ventilator. Yep. You know, so uh, it's uh, you know uh, that, but that's my favorite clip of the week, without question, by far and away. So that's all I got for now. Uh oh, uh oh, we ran we ran out of rope we before, <laughs> before we hit the bottom of the hour. <laughs> well, actually, I got two minutes of something if you want. Well, sure, why not? Go ahead, dump it out. This is a little something I put together when 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 we found out that uh, Georgia had gone for Biden. This is uh, yeah, it's about two minutes. It's too much winning. We can't take it anymore. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. Georgia. Georgia. The whole day through. Just an old sweet song. Keeps Georgia on my mind. Georgia on my mind. I said, Georgia. Georgia, he was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sewing on a fiddle and playing it hot, and the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, Boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player. The people of Minnesota cannot stand winning so much. Please, can we take it easy? And I said, no, we're going to keep winning, winning, winning. And that last part was for you, John, for the fine folks of Minnesota who also played a hand in uh, in what we had going on there. Boy, that was one nice thing with Minnesota. They left it with me. Trump actually thought that he had that he had a chance up here. He literally, he literally thought he had a chance up here. Now we are this, this president or this country, excuse me. Hello. Rewind. This state, Minnesota has not uh, elected a Republican president since Nixon in 72. On that note, 
found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. from a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah, and change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. set of the Encyclopedia International, a case of turtle wax, and a year's supply of rice-a-roni, the San Francisco treat. But that's not all. 
You also made yourself look like a jerk in front of millions of people. And you brought shame and disgrace on your family name for generations to come. You don't get to come back tomorrow. You don't even get a lousy copy of our home game. You're a complete loser. I lost on Jeopardy. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to hour number two of the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI. I am Ed Van S. If you're watching on our video network, the empty chair next to me is supposed to be John Shannon. Uh, <laughs> thanks for being here today. If you've been listening from the first hour, I promise you when you listen to the replay, all the music should have been there. We, uh, we had some new... Uh, Trying out some new toys today, and we forgot to turn on the sound. Anyway, thanks for being with us. Uh, hope you joined us in the first hour. If not, we got uh, we got some goodies for you coming up. Uh, we got football picks coming up. Couple of surprises. Uh, somebody's not going to be happy today. I can promise you that. Uh, I'm still not sure which one of us it's going to be. But hey, join us on the show here. Uh, no, no matter where you're listening from, you can give us a call, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, at uh, Taxi Stand Hour on the Twitter, or, of course, if you're at a payphone, call Collect. We're happy, 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 happy to take the call that way. Well, we just we just played uh, I Lost on Jeopardy by Weird Al, so what we're going to do now, while we're waiting, oh, here comes John now, I can barely see his elbow, oh, this is going to be exciting, there he is, look at him coming in, coming in, he is, oh, he just could care less, he could care less, look at him, he, he scratching his ass, ladies and gentlemen, we have an official sighting of John Shannon scratching his ass, not giving a flying toot about anything I have to say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Kids and kittens. That's right. Thank you very much. I need that introduction all the time. By the way, I even want that. I even want that sent to me so I can do that on. Uh, so I can do that on uh, Mondays and Thursdays. Damn it! Show up on time, oh. mate. Show up on time. Maybe you'll get it. Oh well. You know what? What? When you were playing, whatever you were doing, of course, I didn't hear any of it up I, until about halfway through Weird Al. That's because I didn't think, what I figured out was that the new way I'm doing this, uh-huh. I, I muted us on StreamYard. I need to not mute myself on StreamYard because then nothing Very comes across. Good. I learned now, that the hard way myself. Now, now, when you listen to this on the replay, you'll never know what happened. People are going to listen yeah. to this, what we're talking about right now, and go, what the hell are they talking about? Everything's in there. It's all in there. I don't understand. You've got the, the, the one to two hour break. 
and all the music's in there and uh, the Larry King. It's all there. It's all there. I don't know. I don't understand what they're talking about. And then I sent you a text saying, well, how long do I have? No and answer. I, I sent you a I text have? and I gave you a response. Check your messages. Well, that was too late. I already. No, 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 no. It was not too late. It was not too late. And this is exciting radio and TV, oh, kids and kittens. You answered before, you answered before I uh, got there, before I asked, actually. Because I know what the question was going to be. <laughs> Good gravy, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Good. besides, I'm supposed, it's in the contract. It's supposed to be five minutes. None of this four-minute bull crap. I, I, I don't know where you get that, sir. It's, uh, it's, <clears throat> it's sad, really. When you get right down to it, when you get right down to it, it, it is just positively, absolutely sad. And, oh, uh, quit whining, Donnie. Oh, it's what I do. It's what I do. Don't 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. You think the first, do you think the first hour uh, we uh, did was nonsense? You you ain't seen nothing ain't yet seen, here no. in the second hour. We're we're just getting going now. Oh, I know. By by the way, I am going to be so happy now. Obviously, there's going to be things in the political realm that are going to be going on, but I am going to be so happy when we are no longer talking about Donald Trump, the Trump administration, and, and we can put political we can put politics somewhat in the rearview mirror what are we going to do for uh, two hours i i don't know man we might actually have to there are plenty of issues goodness gracious what's the matter with your camera uh nothing right now oh you were like shaking and oh i hit the desk was, oh okay will you do you still have that old desk or did you finally upgrade well, I, I, I got rid of the old big one that I had, but what I'm using now is my old dining room table, which is shaky and beat up. But what you're, yeah. see, what you're seeing is the camera. It's not the desk. Okay, well, hmm. I tell you. But it's going to be, be nice to be able to dive into a few other topics that aren't, oh, look at the latest thing that Trump did. Look at the latest thing that Trump sure. did. No, he, he's going to, well, he's still going to pull... Um, supply a couple months worth of uh of um uh, material but oh yeah it'll be nice it'll be nice to see him this this uh this joke of an administration right off into the sunset here and we get rid of uh you know what do you call her here uh press secretary barbie and uh propaganda and, barbie uh, yeah you know, it'll be so nice to get, you won't have to deal with these people. You'll be able to deal with, you know, what you heard in that uh, little press conference that, uh, by what the hell are you doing? Showing you the old, old style dolphin logo. Oh, well, get with the times. They painted that on the field for today. Oh, they, oh, they put the, the old logo. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's too, it's too, Throwback. too early to be. The Dolphins are playing a better are playing better ball. There's no doubt about it. I've even become to kind of like them a little bit. But it's, it's not. You is, know, it, is it time? We can't dust off the set. We can't dust off the seventy-two Dolphins just yet. 
yet? Is it time yet? Um, yeah, well, if, if you hold on, let me let me at least finish. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. This it was so nice. It was so relaxing hearing that with that press conference with uh, President-elect Biden. God, that's going to be nice to actually say President-elect and eventually President Biden. I can't, I could count them. I don't think I could count the number of times on one hand if I had two fingers chopped off in the last four years where I've said President Trump. Yeah, I, it's, it's not a phrase that rolls off the tongue easily for some of us. Uh you know the thing. The thing is, is, and not everybody's going to like it. Not everybody's going to like the fact that, you know, Joe Biden is is in office. I I get it. I I I think the idea of people of a united America. I think it's going to be a little more united, but there's still going to be fringes. There are going to be fringes on the left that don't think that that don't think he's radical enough. So. Hmm. Um, I, I'm just it's it's gonna be nice to be able to just sit sit down and listen without having to listen or feel your blood your <laughs> your blood pressure every time the man opens his mouth. It, it's 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 kinda like a massage. It's almost like a massage for the brain, you know, just nice and relaxed. Yeah, yes. You're not, you're not entirely wrong. You're not I told you, like I said, he's the Samanex of politicians. There you go. All right, well, <laughs> yeah. let's do this. Yeah, see, I just, this to me is like getting uh, getting a needle at the doctor's. I'm going to look away, and I just want it to be over. <laughs> Can you hear that? Can you hear the music? I hear the music. It's time for John and Ed versus The Spread. Your weekly foray into the exciting blah, 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 blah. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's John and Ed versus the spread. <sighs> you hear that sound? So last week was not a banner week here. John, uh, John cheated. Oh, okay, Donnie. He stole the count. Stole the vote. John had a very, very, very... John, oh, I, I didn't bring up the clip of me saying last week that John would have to go 3-0 and an hour. I'd have to go 0-3 for him to actually catch up. And lo and behold, John went 3-0 and, and I went 0-3. Boy, oh boy, did I get smashed. I got... Man! I got destroyed last week. John it brings us up to... John is just a miserable point behind me now. It's 16 to 15. I've got barely a lead. So, I can't take the chance that John Shannon is going to pass me this week. So, we got some goodies coming up here. Let's, uh... Man, this is hard. John, John already knows what's coming. Let's look at this week. <laughs> if, I can, if I can get it up on the screen. There we go. Let's start with you, Mr. Shannon. What's your first pick up there on the big board? Well, go. this will be the first week since we started this that I haven't either picked the Minnesota Vikings or the Kansas City Chiefs. 
in this. So this I'm, I'm venturing off into the unknown. So I'm going to start, folks, with uh, I'm, I'm going to start with the Green Bay Packers, who are hosting the miserably woeful Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> I think hapless is the word you were looking for. Hapless is a good word, yes. Uh, Packers are a 13.5-point favorite. Uh, I <laughs> I was almost tempted to go double on that, but I figured let's, let's don't get stupid. That so would have been, yeah. been 27 points. Yeah, I, I decided, nah. We'll just, we'll just go ahead and take the, the, the... There's no way the Packers are going to lose that game. No way. Uh, my my <laughs> first pick, and, and... These are the only two games John and I picked different, by the way. Uh, I'm taking my Cleveland Brownies. They're giving up four points against the equally hapless Houston Texans. So I, I'm hoping to pick up a quick point there. Oh, John... This one, this, the odds makers surprised me with this one. Yeah. Buffalo yeah. travel down to uh, Arizona. Tra- will travel. Are traveling. They're there now, actually. They're not traveling. <laughs> They're there. They have arrived. They'll be getting ready to start in about four hours. Uh, they're uh, they're going to uh, they're playing the, the Cardinals. And the Bills are actually a three-point a three dog in that. Yeah. So I am I am going to go ahead and take uh, take the Buffalo Bills getting three points on that. Now I thought long and hard. I'm I I'm picking the same game, but I thought long and hard about this game because the Dolphins beat the Cardinals last week, but just barely. And I think that there must be something wrong with the Bills that I hadn't heard about for the odds makers to put them at three point dogs. Bills have been playing. Fantastic football. So I thought to myself, self, well, first off, I'm going to go with the Cardinals, without question. And then I realized it's time to pull the trigger. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, we're going for the three-point conversion on this one, baby. Three-point. I'm giving up 20 and a half points. I'm taking the Cardinals over the Bills in the desert. Three points coming my way. If they can do it. Man, oh man. John? You do understand they're going to be playing in a controlled atmosphere. I understand that. I get that. I'm surprised you haven't said anything yet about about that. Oh, I, I'm not, you're the gift that keeps on giving. There's no... I, I hate to... I hate to say it, my friend. <laughs> but... There is there is no chance in hell. No chance in hell. You know, you don't have Larry Fitzgerald on in his prime. I think he's still playing for the Cardinals. He is. Not he is. One of the best individuals in uh, in, in the game of football. By I, the way, I, I am that. I am subscribing to what the late great Pete Rozelle said on any given Sunday, any team can wallop any other team. He's going to have to be a wallop. Good lord, man. You never know, man. The, remember, the football is, is oddly shaped and takes funny bounces. Okay. Game game number three. The Miami Dolphins. Yay. Who, I don't know. I'm going to slap myself here, but I'm becoming a Dolphins fan. How about that? You want a hat? 
Um, and I'm not quite that crazy. I'm sure now. But they're hosting the L.A. Chargers. The Dolphins are a point-and-a-half favorite. I'm going to take the Dolphins, uh, giving up a point-and-a-half. That's a fine, solid pick, if I do say so myself. I, however, while I, I too, am picking the Dolphins at home in what should be Joe Robbie Stadium, going for two on this one, giving up 13-and-a-half points. Because I think they're going to wallop up on them, their Chargers. So to recap, just a small recap here. Your Uncle Ed is going for the cycle this week. I am trying to max out at six points. And this is either going to, I'm going to look like a genius by the end of the day. Or John oh, Shit. You're going to be looking at the tail of the, of the northbound dog. <laughs> uh, or, or, or John's going to have me looking down at a hole while he starts to swing a shovel at me at the back of my head. So let's recap, shall we? Young, yeah. Mr. Young Mr. Shannon is taking them there. Green Bay Packers giving up 13.5 points against the, uh, we agreed, hapless Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I'm taking my brownies, minus four, uh, versus Houston. By the way, that was in contention for the three-point conversion. And and I just don't feel it there. I just didn't feel it. I feel it with Arizona. I feel that they can explode. I've watched Buffalo collapse over the years. Uh, Buffalo, Arizona. John takes Buffalo getting three points. I'm going for three and giving up 20 and a half with them there, Arizona Cardinals. Finally, and it's something we can all agree on. Everybody loves the Miami Dolphins. The L.A. Chargers come to South Florida today. John takes the Dolphins, going with the straight points, minus one and a half. Uh, meanwhile, Uncle Ed here, I love my Dolphins today. I really, truly do. Uh, actually, since I saw, as soon as I saw the line, I said, this is, this is, I'm going for two on this. So I'm going for two, giving up 13 and a half points. And uh, it's either going to be a fantastic day for me or uh, the worst that will happen for me, the absolute worst, is I fall behind by two points. That's the absolute worst. So, it's again, it's not the end of the world. It could be, but it won't be. <laughs> and we didn't get Rolando's picks. Oh, got it. No, we I, didn't. I Rolando, childhood friend of mine, still one of my besties. He went in there. He thought this was easy. What did he do? He picked. I don't even have his. I don't don't even remember what his picks are. Yeah, All I, I, I think he went zero three. He went. He drew a goose egg. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna happen. I think he's out of the business now. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens of all ages, just remember, as we like to say around here, if you're going to use our picks to further your uh, financial career, John? Speak for yourself. Hey, I'm on a roll, brother. (laughs) But you're not betting real money. Well, this is true. I ain't got any real money to bet. What what, what, we're talking about our friends out there who want to use our picks to bet real money. What do we tell them? Forget about it. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes John and Ed versus the spread for this week. And please bear with me while I while I clean the board off here. It's uh it's been a lovely, lovely, lovely experience 
with Mr. Shannon. So what do you think? Well, I, for one thing, I think that you should have let me know that you were going to do, be doing things a little bit differently. So we could have, I could have plugged in here a little bit sooner and we could have practiced with it a little bit. I'd had nothing to do with you. Yeah. Well, it had nothing to do. You with had you. somebody else on the other end saying, I can't hear you. Nah. <laughs> nah. 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. If you, uh, you want to be a, a part of uh, what we got going, pretty much just going to be chit-chat here from uh, this point on. I don't know. I don't. I didn't have anything else really planned here. I don't know if Ed did or not. Uh, well, well, when I said, what, what, what did you think? I meant about the fact that I finally pulled the trigger and went for three. Oh, that is what it yeah. oh, well, you have to, you have to be specific with me. You can't do just I, let my mind want, do I wander on things here. Yes, you do. You do. Uh I knew it was a matter of time. I knew that uh I knew that you were you saw me there right in the in the uh, rear view there. You're breathing on my you, neck. I can feel you yeah. I can feel your goatee on my back. Yeah, well Which I usually char- I usually charge extra for that, by the way. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you, 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 I'm getting so close that you can read the you can read the paint code off of my uh, off the car. That is absolutely correct. Objects do appear larger or smaller. Yes, larger. I, I, I thought this week. You know no, what? It's smaller. You're right. It is smaller. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought this is the week. Let's let's go for the trifecta. Let's max out now. Remember, kids and kittens. Next week. Uh, we have Thanksgiving coming up so we'll be picking next Sunday we'll be picking not only for Sunday's games but for the Thanksgiving games as well obviously we're going to pick what's that John? the following Thursday right for the following Thursday so we're going to have a a, a double stuffed edition of uh, John and Ed versus the spread uh a week a week hence and uh so that ought to be fun and exciting and let's see how much how many points i can and that'll actually all be for week 12 next sunday is week 11 and the thanksgiving is week 12 so we'll actually be picking six games for week 12 and something to look forward to and i gotta figure out how i'm gonna get that all up on the board You'll figure it out somehow, I, somewhere. I always some do. Way. I always do. So that'll be enough for football. That means I get to change my cap back. Oh my god! Boom. Yep, Mr. Red Van Ness. He Thank wears you. multiple hats doing this job. Literally. <laughs> for you folks on the radio, yes, I just literally changed hats. Uh, so now we're back, and uh, whew, where are we, John? What are we doing? Let's, let's talk about this big new idea that uh, that you uh, have oh. come up with. Oh, yeah, we need to talk about that. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, uh, look, we have station IDs. If, if you listen to the, to the radio station, uh, oh, by the way, there's two big announcements here regarding the station, uh, the promo department. I didn't tell you the second one. But let's start with the first one. So the station IDs are done by John and me and John and I and 
together and John's favorite, Gerald. Uh, but let's face it, a little bit of us goes a long way now, doesn't it? So what we're asking our friends, uh, our friends of the show, new and old, is to help us out here and, and give us, record a station ID for us. Basically, all you have to say is, hi, this is, and identify yours. I'm leaving a blank line because I almost typed in, hi, this is your name, but I don't want a bunch of people saying, hi, this is your name. Mm-hmm. Somebody uh, would do it. Somebody, stuff. somebody, somebody would do it. Absolutely. I, I would do it, given the opportunity. <laughs> but anyway, we, we just want, want our friends uh, of the show and new and old to uh, just record something that goes along the lines of, hi, this is so-and-so. Uh, I'm with whoever you're with. Say whatever you like. Uh, you found the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. And then say anything else you like after that and send it to us via uh, uh, MP3, wave, a video. Send it on Twitter, email. Yes, I, uh, by the way, John, Twitter does do audio. Uh, it does uh, I'd like he's. I'd like to see. I'd like you to show me this. Yeah. Anyway, you could send a video, and and we'll just take the audio off of it. That's. Uh, we're not going to use any videos. We're we're just going to use audio. So uh, you can go to the website. Everything is there. Uh, RadioTFI.com. Uh, we uh, we'd love to have you folks participate in this. It'd just be a nice little change and a and a kick in the pants to hear hear some of our different voices. We have a few people out there. Uh, that have recorded these for us a long time ago. Uh, my friend Mac, Steve, uh, the, uh, the Mike King. Mike King has a couple of different station IDs up there in a couple of different voices that we really, really like. So by all means, you want to have a character you want to do? Do a character. We don't care. We don't care. We're not paying you. Your buddy, your buddy uh, Sam actually did one too, did he not? Yeah, Sam actually did one in Hindi. <laughs> we, 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 and, and hey other languages are perfectly acceptable uh, you want to do it in Spanish you want to do it in French you want to do it in Russian, Farsi I, I don't care mm-hmm. I don't care just identify the language so I know what it is I don't care what you say to be quite be quite honest but uh, oh that feels good I'm scratching my back for the people on the radio John, oh does, my God. John doesn't like it when I do this but you know you got to do what you got to do when you got to do it. So anyway, so yeah, if uh, it's all on the website, uh, we'd appreciate it. We 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 we'd, we'd be helpful. There there may be there may be a form of remuneration down the line. There is talk of gifts for people that there is. Well, actually, I didn't. I was going to surprise John, but now I'm going to I'm going to spring it to you on the air. Are you ready for this, John? Um, I'm ready. You see the cap I'm wearing? Uh, no, bend your head down again. Yellow cab, yeah. Yeah. Forget the yeah. yellow. Forget the yellow cab part. Look at the cap. Uh huh. I have them on order. Oh. Caps are on the way. And nice. Every, and everybody that sends us a uh, recording will get a cap. You'll get a cap. I love it. But now you realize that though, when you get this cap, you have to. I, I want a picture of. Oh it. yes, oh yes. We we definitely want pictures. If we send you a cap, we definitely want pictures. And uh, 
uh, that's that's all there is. I'm actually actually the cap thing isn't isn't on the on the web page. I'll I'll update that because I hadn't planned on I had planned on sending the caps to John, sending him a number of caps and just let him open them up in the mail and be surprised. But I think he could use a little a little. Uh, yeah, I could use a little uh, cheer, cheering yeah, up. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, yeah. that's. Uh, I I haven't seen, I, I haven't seen, uh, an actual cap yet with the logo. I know what the cap is. It is exactly what I'm wearing. I ordered exactly this cap, but as far as the way the logo is going to come out, it's going to have the Taxi Stand Hour logo up here in RadioTFI.com in the back. Uh, oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And uh sweet, nice I'll, job. I'll give you nice all the I'll, I'll give you all the details off air. But yeah, so so join us join us on the promo in the station ID. Get get yourself a cap and uh by the way, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, kids and kittens, I was I was in a store last night. I was in the grocery store yesterday. And I they had the radio station on. They've already gone to all Christmas music. Oh. I can promise you this. I promise you this. With the exception of the occasional novelty song or parody, Radio TFI will not be playing any Christmas music whatsoever. Oh, the occasional grandma got run over. I was just going to ask you about uh, that. Wait, that the funny stuff will play. Bob and uh, the, 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 what what were the names the uh, the brothers on SCTV uh, the Great White North uh, uh, oh geez I can't think of their names but uh, uh, hosers eh hey you hosers but they do a version of the Twelve Days of Christmas basically if you had heard this on Doctor Demento in years past you'll possibly hear it but we will not be going wall-to-wall christmas we're no 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 real christmas music nothing like that so if you want to if you just want to uh, cleanse yourself for an hour or two from every radio station every store that will be playing christmas music radio tfi.com that's the place to be you can get us online we still have an app blah 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 so there you go that's two big announcements three big announcements from the promotions department how about that? Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Promotions department has been working overtime. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. It's been uh, so. It's way too early for this, but I'm going to put your. I'm going to put your mind. I'm going to make your mind work a little bit here. Don't now. do that. You know how that always works out. You know who now of our era. Who would you say? was probably your favorite you know you had there was all kinds of christmas albums back out you know in the day you had you had bing crosby you had everybody had a damn christmas album everybody uh, wants it, my body sometimes the martin had a christmas off uh album uh, it, that's everybody has a christmas there, album there were jewish people that made christmas albums for crying out loud eh? i i got vault and by the way, just as an, as an aside, John, as I've said before, I'm quite proud of you. Your Yiddish is coming along quite nicely. <laughs> so who would you say would probably, if you had to run to the store and you had to choose between any artist, any Christmas album? You know, 
That's that's difficult because I'm not going to lie. There's there's some versions of Christmas tunes that I like by different artists. I mean, you can't beat Springsteen. Santa Claus is coming to town. That is just June. That, that's that's just June. by far and away. Uh, and Mariah Carey, uh, all I want for Christmas is you. That gets in your head, and you can't get rid of it for months. And it's a fantastic song. It really, really, truly is. But an entire album from one artist, that's... Uh, I was never one to buy albums. I'm a greatest hits kind of guy. I like to get value from my from my money. Uh, most, Fuck, yeah. most of the songs you hear on the radio station came off of greatest hits CDs that I purchased over the years. Because, look, let's face it, most albums back in the day you got one maybe two good songs it was rare you know uh, paradise by the dashboard light was a rare album where you had four or five good marketable you know play them all the time songs uh and you know honestly i can't answer it because i don't know that there's anybody i want to hear play 10 christmas songs from one artist i can't honestly say that uh, I well, I gotta tell you, the, the only thing about it that it, it gives me time to just kind of reflect. I wish I actually had the album or had the. I don't have a record player, so but if I could listen to a group of songs from an album, believe it or not, it would be um, Bing Crosby, "Merry Christmas." Okay. And, and the reason being is is that uh, literally my parents wore the vinyl off of that particular uh, album. We, you know, that constantly. And there's a couple of songs on that. Bing Crosby's White Christmas. Uh, I think that's one of the best uh, versions of White Christmas. Now, name, I've heard... Name the movie it's from. Uh, uh, I think then the, the... Isn't the movie called White Christmas? Nope. Okay, then tell me. Holiday Inn. Holiday oh, that's I remember that now. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Yes. Uh, I, I think, though, that that is probably, of all the Christmas songs, that is that is my favorite. Uh, that, you know, because what, when you go, even, even Cirrus, I, you know, I have, uh, when I'm not listening to Radio TFI, I do have, uh, Cirrus satellite uh, radio, and you know you can you can pick just about any type of genre of music you want. There's three or four different damn Christmas stations there, sure. Where you can pick you could pick the old traditional Christmas, you could pick the the uh, current day Christmas. But the matter of you know you have about fifteen standby songs, and all they're doing is replaying the same standby songs just by different artists. And that, that gets a little, you, you know, that gets a little, it's great to hear it for a little reminiscing. And I might listen to a little bit of Christmas music, uh, maybe in the, during that week before Christmas, but before that, I, I sure as hell ain't ready for that yet. <sighs> tapping out. Oh, no, you're not. You're not even close to tapping out. That's, uh, uh, well, this is something you know, you say the same different songs over and over and over again. But some of them are just classics, like this one. I'll have a, 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 a blue a, a Christmas 
It'll be, it'll be here without you. Now that is the kind of Christmas music you will hear on Radio TFI. Uh, mm. here, 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 here's a quick bite of something else. The first thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me is finding a Christmas tree. The second thing at Christmas that's such a pain to me bringing up the lights and finding a Christmas tree. That's the 12 pains of Christmas. That goes on. It is funny. It is hilarious. I, I, I grabbed a couple of quick ones here just to, again, to give give you folks a taste. This is one of my favorites. It's from Saturday Night Live. Uh, there's a video that goes with it. It's by the fantastic Darlene Love. And uh, you've heard her sing on many, many tunes out of the 50s and 60s. On Christmas Eve, the Gentiles gather round the Christmas tree. They stay at home and party with their Goyesha family. They disappear one day each year and pass the eggnog round. But it's all right, because that's the night the Jews control the town. Anyway, that's, uh, <laughs> I got one more I'm going to play. It's not a parody. It's not a funny song. It's just one of my favorite, favorite Christmas themed songs. Have you ever heard of the waitresses? No. You have. Oh, 
That's the waitresses with uh, Christmas wrapping. It's one of my, uh, one of my favorite songs. Period, and uh, that's the kind of thing I like never to listen to. Yours, you never said, heard, never heard it, never heard it before. Oh, what a shame! What a shame! We'll uh, we'll put it in the rotation. Actually, it's in the rotation. Uh, we'll we'll get it on there, uh, so that you can hear it proper. It's a great song. It's a, it's, it tells a great story. You got to listen to it. You got you know first time uh, you got to listen to it a few times, like any other great song. One sitting does not do it justice. But anyway, so so you're well, a Bing, you're a Bing Crosby guy when it comes to Christmas. Well, that one bring, that one brings back little memories. That brings back some memories. You know, I. I start getting a little melancholy about this time of year. Uh, and you think, uh, as as one ex of mine told me uh, from a long time ago, told me that I should have I should get over this, but uh, you don't. Uh, so I just we just uh, passed another anniversary of my father's uh, passing here on November fifth. And uh, if I hadn't, I, I was really tempted to go because he his favorite uh, his favorite pastime was to go to the local uh, tavern. And he got off work and mm. have himself a, a shot of Cuddy Sark, yeah, just one. He didn't sit there and get plastered. Uh, didn't get no, he didn't get plastered. He just uh, come home from work and or, or excuse me, go uh, get off work, stop at the little tavern and have a shot of Cuddy Sark and on, on his way. I was, uh, I was tempted to do, I, I don't, I don't know what stopped me other than the fact that I drank so little here over the last, uh, uh the last few years that I was afraid if I took a shot of anything, uh, <laughs> it'd be, I could be one and done and be driving, you know, like, uh, it would seriously, uh, seriously would have, uh, affected my driving In other abilities. Words- in other words, we'd have found out just how cheap a date you really are. Are you pretty much exactly? Uh, my and my mother passed away on uh, the day before Christmas Eve uh, mm-hmm. in seventy uh, four, and I just Christmas uh, uh, Christmas really, you know, it, it's and I knew. Well, the sad good. part about it was it, it wasn't like it was a sudden it was a sudden death for her. It was we knew that uh, this was something. You know, she was in the ICU at uh, right. the hospital, and you know we knew the inevitable was going to wind up happening basically through most of the month of December, and just it it just it ruined Christmas for me. It really did. I mean, people tried. Don't get me wrong, but at that point in time, I was a, you know I was an eleven year old boy with no parents. Right. It just it, it's and like I said, I've had people that have told me to get by it. I get past it. I've had people that have done nothing, you know, but you know, try to show me compassion or whatnot. But the worst thing you can tell somebody when they're grieving something like that is get over. It. Yeah, there's no. That, here's what I discovered, and I discovered this when my mom passed, and similar to yours. She was in, in the ICU, and we knew it was coming. It's no surprise. There was absolutely no surprise. I was in the room when we pulled the plug, and if that's not the hardest thing I'll ever do in my life. Uh, but anyway, mm. 
But anyway, and I came to the realization during that period that it's a it was an open, gaping wound I had. But not only did it heal, sure, there's a scar. It's been over 20 years since my mom's gone. Not a day goes by, I don't think about her. Um, but I came to the realization also, I would get that same wound, whether somebody took a knife and quickly stabbed me, or if they took their time doing it. I would have had the same wound. Nothing changes the, on the aftermath. It still has to heal, and there's still going to be a scar. So, yeah, the whole idea of getting over it is just, uh, I, I mean, that's just, just a, a hard thing to say to somebody. I, I don't, you just don't get over it. You learn to live with it. You learn to cope with it. And uh, I, the first year, uh, my mother was gone. I cried every day, every day. <laughs> but then almost, almost to the day, after a year, I was able to move on. I don't know why just one day it wasn't affecting me as hard. Where I was breaking down and uh, my buddy Harry, God bless him, he got me through that year. Uh, he put up with a lot for me that year. And and then it just kind of it just kind of stops. So yeah, it's, say say just get over it. Well, it's like having having your leg amputated. Uh, just get over the fact that you can't walk. Yeah. yeah anyway we get that and uh so boy oh yeah, boy so we, were, we really brought the room down didn't we yes we did yes we did but you know this you look at the, it, 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 it's so funny ed you know i was i was um i've been uh if you will i've been talking to some old friends here and because it's 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 kind of sad, um, you know. The thing is, is with with uh, Annie being in the hospital, I'm not going to go into everything with her condition right now. I'll, I, I do want to talk to you for a moment or two off air, uh, uh, but I'll, I'll see if I can squeeze you in. I well, I, re- I really appreciate it, but I have been, you know, been just kind of going through my mind of, of things that have happened and things that have shaped who I am, you know, made me the asshole that I am today. I'd be proud of it. <laughs> it's the only thing I literally, it's the only thing I, literally the only thing I have have to hang on to right now. It's a real self-defense mechanism if you want to know the truth. Because well, well, see, I, 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 can, I can go with you on that. I identify because I know what made me the man I am today. Beer, pizza, and cigarettes. It's, uh, Mm-hmm. Oh, we're not talking about the same thing. I'm sorry. Well, but you, you may you bring up a, you bring up a good point. You know the fact I, I never smoked cigarettes, but I did my share of drinking, did more than my share of drinking. Well, you did other uh, people's shares. Yeah, the last just said I was selfish. I wanted their share of, of, of beer. wasn't wasn't necessarily a hard liquor drinker, but. Uh, I definitely, uh, definitely put put away my beer, and I'll guarantee that helped. Along with the fact I got zero exercise in a very sedentary job, yeah, uh, which made me balloon up to. Well, when I first started, uh, when I first started driving, I weighed just over two hundred pounds, about two. Hmm. I think the first permit I think uh, was like two fifteen. I weighed 
uh, 20 years old at the time. Wow. Um, well, I peaked out about, I'd say 10 years ago, I peaked out at 317 pounds. The, the best time when I was in my 20s, I was my I was at my ideal weight. I was six foot two, two hundred pounds, two oh five. I had just mm-hmm. just the right amount of weight and uh <laughs> as I like to say, I was half the man I am today with twice the hair. <laughs> hey, let's uh let's move on to something a little goofy. What do you say? It's what we do the best. It's what we do the best. And we're not even gonna play the bad turn. So I had an unexpected time. I didn't tell you folks this. Uh, we wound up being off Monday and Tuesday, my job, because they believe somebody tested positive for the COVID. And uh, we found out Sunday night, don't come in Monday. Uh, we got tested. I got COVID tested both Monday and Tuesday. We were going to be off Wednesday for Veterans Day anyway. So I wound up off most of the week. As it turned out, the person who initially tested positive then tested negative three times. So it was a it was a false reading. But it just goes to show how serious they're being about this. And they're taking no chances. If they even get a whiff of, of a positive, they shut down the production. Now, we'll make up two days somewhere. I don't know how they, how they plan on doing it, but... Uh, so yeah, so but while I was off Tuesday, I decided to go and accomplish something that I've been meaning to do for quite a while. Now you folks on the uh, video network here, you see the glasses I'm wearing. These are my quote-unquote computer glasses. I can't wear these for anything else. They are set for me to sit at the computer screen. The main part uh, is different. That prescription is different than what I normally wear, and my reading part, the bifocal part, is is just the same. But every other pair of glasses I own, sunglasses, everything, they're all busted up and uh, arms falling off. So I finally went and got myself examined, got some, bought some new glasses. And what I'm really excited about is my new sunglasses, because I'm getting away from the wire frames, and I got a, I got Ray Bans. Ray-Ban bifocals. I am excited. I won't have. I should have. I had your money. I burned mine. That's all I can say. Well, it's it's it wasn't as bad as you think it was. It's good lord. What? 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 A guy can't treat himself. Ray-Bans. Oh my. Ray-Bans. Yeah. You know, glasses ain't cheap. You go in. I know. And and my my insurance doesn't cover them, so. Oh, look, I'm fortunate mm-hmm. enough to be in a position where I can I, I can do it. And again, I'm getting away from the wireframes. I'm going back to what I had when I was 12, which is, well, they're not black, but the plastic frames, uh, you'll see. It's going to be spectacular. My clear, my clear lenses and my shades, it's just going to be spectacular. I am so looking forward because the, it's spectacular. They're, they're real and they're, spe- and they're spectacular. Because my sunglasses have no nose guards anymore, and they can't fix them. My other pair of sunglasses, the lens popped out. The frame is busted beyond repair. My my clear glasses, the arm is gone. They can't fix that. And uh, the glasses, the clear glasses I do wear, are progressive lenses that I bought seven years ago. Because my other, my old glasses broke. I came out of the hospital after heart surgery. I needed a pair of glasses right away. Went to a place they get them to me in an hour, and they wound up suckering me into buying these progressive lenses that I hate. 
and my prescription has changed. So I desperately needed. I would say that your prescriptions probably changed a little bit in that amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. So, and those glasses have been sitting here. I'm only using them because they were my old backups. I kept them as a backup. It's the only pair of glasses I have other than these that are in one piece, have all the nose guards. And uh, although I found, I noticed something after I cut my hair, check out the side of my head. Can you see the line? Oh, yeah. Yeah, now I can. Yeah, that's from uh, that's from wearing the glasses. That's, yeah, my head's getting too big. The melon, it's too big. <laughs> no? Well, I, I I won't give you an argument on that one, my Thank friend. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> See now with the headphones on, now I look like an avatar, an old Twitter avatar. The egg. Oh, thank thank you, Christ! It's almost time to bail out of here. Oh, I know, right? I can't. So, believe. another thing that I, I wanted to offer uh, towards uh, our um, our listeners here, if you will, is my two week the two uh, shows where I'm doing a solo. Uh, I liked what I did here with uh, uh, Mr. Ed Shaw, Tom um, Tony Tom Shaw Tom Tom Shaw. Oh my God! I'm Ed. Oh my God! Sorry, Tommy. My bad, my bad. I, I come up with Mister, and then Ed just kind of flowed, and that wasn't that wasn't trying to be funny on that, by the way. You know what's behind you, right? Read between yes, the I lines. Do. Read between the lines, sir. I was not. That was that was a Freudian slip. I Tom, swear to God. Tom, just remember, I know your name, and we've never met, but your pal, your good kumbai here, you don't know nothing, nothing. I asked him about uh, you. He said, "Forget about it." <laughs> no, uh, Tommy and I were, or Tommy was on the show on uh, Monday last week. Yes. It was great having him on, and I would love to do that. We basically brought him into the uh, the other square, if you will. And, we got, uh, we got was, room. Doing. Yeah, we got room for plenty of people. If uh, you want to join us on the StreamYard, on the video feed, by all means, just get a hold of us. We'll uh, we'll send you the, uh, the secret password. It, it, it's 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 surprisingly easy. It is surprisingly easy. I, I, I send I send him a link. He clicks on the link. He hell he was there looking at me before I even knew it. it great. So uh, I guess uh, for my good friend Mister Tommy Van Ness, <laughs> Red Van Ness, I'm John Shannon. And I got the money. See ya!